Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Success Hackers. This is your host, Scott Hansen, business growth strategist, best-selling author, speaker, and of course, your podcast host right here on Success Hackers. Happy, happy, happy new year. Oh my God, I can't believe it's a new year already. And you as business owners, I hope that you guys are writing down your goals. You guys are writing down your vision of what you want this year to be like as someone that works with entrepreneurs and business owners and coaches and mentors them. The number one reason that we find why business owners do not succeed or hit the goals they want to hit is because they don't have goals. They don't have numbers. They don't have a vision of where they what success looks like for them. So if you don't have that, make sure to start writing that down today. And I'm telling you, it's going to make a huge difference in your business. Today's Success Hackers episode is brought to you by IWantMoreLeads.net. If you're looking to grow your leads for your business in this new year, check out the free video on how to generate all the leads your business can handle. Just go to IWantMoreLeads. That's IWantMoreLeads.net. Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. Marketing is the lifeblood of any business. How effective you are at marketing will literally determine the growth of your overall business, and today's guest is a direct response marketing expert. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Seth Green. Seth, are you ready to rock? I am ready to rock and honored and privileged to be here serving Hacker Nation. Nice. Seth Green is a nationally recognized direct response marketing expert. He is the author of five best-selling marketing books, and his latest book is Podcast Marketing Magic. Seth has been featured on real media like CBS Money Watch, CBS News, the LA Times, the Boston Globe, the Miami Herald, and the number one morning radio show in New York City. He represents everyone from local bricks and mortar businesses to Fortune 500 companies. Seth is the founder of one of the fastest growing direct response marketing firms in the country, MarketDominationLLC.com, that will make new customers appear for your business like magic. Seth, welcome to Success Actors, man. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. It is great to be here. Absolutely. Well, I gave our Hacker Nation listeners little information about you and all the accolades that you've received, but would love for you to share a little bit more about your business. Absolutely. So we are a direct response marketing firm, which means our sole goal is to drive leads, drive drive leads and drive sales for our clients. We have a large presence in the professional practice space, so that would be the doctor, lawyer, financial planner, accountant, dentist type of business, and then we go all the way up from there, serving all the way to top information marketers to literally Fortune 500 companies. Mm. So let's go Let's go a little bit deeper into direct response, and you talked about driving leads and, and driving sales, which obviously every business owner ultimately needs 
Uh, I'm sure most of our listeners know what it is, but for those that don't, give a little bit of a quick overview, really a little bit more than just that, of what direct response is, and most importantly, why is it so important in business? Absolutely. So traditional brand building says, get your name out there. You know, spend a billion dollars if you're Nike on shoe at shoe commercials that say, just do it. But they don't actually sell any shoes unless you spend billions of dollars penetrating the market with those ads until people can't think of anybody else. Direct response marketing says, I don't have a billion dollars to spend. I need every single dollar I spend to be accountable on those ads on that marketing. I need to know exactly what business comes from every single marketing campaign I run, and I need them to work a lot more often than they fail. So direct response marketing is all about generating a directly trackable response with every single piece of marketing you send out, whether it's a Facebook post, a direct mail sales letter, a YouTube video. It's all got to be trackable to the penny, and it's got to work. So when you're talking about um, marketing and you know you talked about brand building, a lot of times especially in the online space, but even in the offline traditional space, I think a lot of business owners, specifically small business owners, will hear this thing called Pinterest or this thing called Instagram or Facebook Live or blogging or podcasting, and they get overwhelmed. They know they need to drive traffic into their store, into their practice, into their business, but maybe they've tried an ad campaign and maybe it was more of a a brand building like you mentioned, but they don't really know what direct response is, or more importantly, they don't really know how to do it and then where to do it. So what's one piece of advice that you can give our Hacker Nation community on, hey, you know what, if they've never done it before or if they've done something that hasn't worked, try this starting today. The first thing actually I would try in the first question we ask in any strategy session with a potential client is who's your target market? Who's your ideal client? So that will inform all the other decisions. So the way to avoid shiny object syndrome of, ooh, do I need to be on Pinterest this week? Next week, do I need to be on Instagram? Next week, do I need to be on Snapchat? Is to know who is your ideal client and where do they hang out? Because for some businesses, Instagram might be the ideal place to find their clients and that's where they should be. Whereas for some businesses, the last place I would tell them to be is Snapchat. And if they're on Snapchat, they're wasting their time and money. So let's say that the answer is uh, Facebook and you're a dentist, uh, or, or I should say a dentist is listening and they say, okay, I need to drive more traffic into my business. And my listeners, or I should say my audience is on, and I'm picking something, Facebook. What's a, what's an actual strategy that you help your clients uh, on how to start implementing besides finding out number one what is or who is their target market what's a, a technical strategy that you help them implement sure and it's interesting that you mentioned that because we do have quite a few dentists as clients and we have facebook ad campaigns that work so we did one in december for one of our dentist clients where it was a new patient special come in get your new patient exam cleaning x-rays all that stuff, and with the purchase of that, you would get a free $100 Sonicare professional-grade electric toothbrush, you know, the kind you can't, you can't buy this kind at Bed Bath & Beyond. It's the pro-grade one. You can only get it in a dentist's office. It retails for, you know, $100, $200. You get it free with your first visit, um, and because we had built up a slightly significant fan base, um, for that local dentist, which it doesn't have to be much because, again, they're local. They don't need 10,000 fans. And we were able to get 27 new patients signed up for them, you know, in the first two weeks we ran the ad. 
So past performance, no guarantee of future success. <laughs> so how did you take us back to how you learned to be this direct response guru? Is this something that you you, you studied for a long time? You studied under someone else? Is this just something you had an affiliation for? Tell us more about that. I studied under Dan Kennedy. I've been a client of Dan Kennedy's for the last 13, well, 14 years. Our anniversary is coming up soon. And I have spent, you know, multiple six figures on working with Dan and furthering my own direct response marketing education and working with other people that he recommended or that used his techniques that I paid to learn from, courses I bought, conferences I went to, products I bought, um, anything and everything I could get my hands on to get better and better and better at direct response marketing. So I, I, I think I've cert taken certain parts of it to another level. I think we've come up with stuff that Dan has told me was really smart or really mm. good, which, you know, makes my life complete other than my wife and three kids. <laughs> so we have learned our butts off and worked our butts off to get to where we are. And you got to do the same thing if that's what you want to do. So when you look at, and I want to go back to this direct response, because I think, again, I think this is foreign for some people. A lot of people, it's probably, you know, second hat, but I, but I think that there's a huge learning and teaching opportunity right here with you is once someone decides who their target market is, someone then decides they hang out in LinkedIn or Facebook or wherever, is there a formula that you teach? Because a lot of times when people see direct response, now people unlike myself that works in the marketing space and business growth space and obviously someone like you, we're on top of this every day. So but but you have someone that's maybe not used to marketing or doing a lot of advertising and they think direct response looks a little bit like an infomercial looking ad. What would you say to that person and maybe they're looking at it differently from a different lens or is it just knowledge that they need to get used to in order to ultimately drive leads? Tell us more about that. They absolutely should look like an infomercial ad. There's a reason why infomercials work. You know, Kevin Harrington, the inventor of the infomercial and one of the original sharks on Shark Tank is the co-host on my new Sharkpreneur podcast. So there's a reason why he's driven billions of dollars in, t in sales through infomercials, both on television and online. So there are different formats of those. There are different ways to do that so it doesn't come off as salesy, perhaps, as an infomercial might. But the principles that make infomercials successful are the same principles that will make any campaign successful that made our dental campaign to get 27 new patients successful. So is this something you teach, but is this something you've learned because you shared, like you said, you know, you went through all these courses, you studied under the – you know, the most successful direct response marketing guy on planet Earth and Dan Kennedy and his team, etc. But from a technical standpoint, when you sit down with a dentist or you sit down with an attorney or you sit down with a, a landscaper, again, everybody wants to drive leads. Do you sit down with them and come up with the copy? What do they need to bring to the table when they're working with you other than an open mind? Um, if they are actually clients of ours, if they've hired us, we will do everything for them. So we'll write the copy, we'll do the graphic design, we'll build the website, we'll write the follow-up sequence, we'll drive the traffic, we'll do the graphic design and copywriting and data mining and targeting on the ads. Um, depending on how they engage us, we will literally do everything start to finish and all they've got to do is answer our questions and show up. Hmm. So literally a, uh, a turnkey. Yes, done oh. for you. Wow, awesome. You you also teach your clients how to position themselves as authorities in, in their field. You talk 
a lot about podcasting and blogging, writing a book, being a speaker, etc. Like we talked about earlier, a business owner right now is listening saying, man, I want to stand apart from the competition, but they're saying, man, I, in order for me to stand apart, do I really need all those things? So what would you tell that business owner, and what can they do to start positioning themselves as authorities in their field right now? Again, it depends on their business and their target market. So every business owner doesn't need everything. Um, there are business owners who would be disserved by doing a podcast, turning it into a book, and trying to use that to position themselves as the credible authority in their marketplace. However, for the majority of our clients, it works, and it works really, really well. It worked for me. I invented the process for myself on accident, and then when it worked really well for us and it took off, we started testing it with a handful of clients. It worked for them, and then we launched it as a service, and it's been doing great wonders for our clients ever since. Mm. So I want to switch gears. Uh, we have a segment on the show uh, that is probably one of the, I would say, maybe the most favorite part, second most favorite part of the show. It's um, not exactly something that people want to always talk about, but it's something that every entrepreneur that we've had on the show goes through called a fail-forward stage. So can you get vulnerable with us for a minute? I'll do my best. So I believe that all high performers and successful individuals look at failure a little bit differently, Seth, than most people. They actually use failure as what I call feedback and course correction. So take us back to a time, one time, where you failed, almost wanted to give up, but you actually used that one failure as maybe fuel to your success fire. Sure. Okay. So... I've got a few. So I'll give you, so for, um, I speak a lot. I speak at a lot of marketing conferences now, uh, on a lot of media. And, um, a couple, three years ago, I spoke at a local event and the founder of one of the largest regional personal injury f- law firms in several states happened to be there, saw me speak, inquired about our services. We started the process, went back and forth for about literally nine months, um, we finally got to the final proposal. Um, he says, okay, you got a deal. Send me a contract. I'll send you a check. And this was a multiple six-figure contract with performance incentives that could have taken it to seven figures a year. Mm-hmm. So he was going to be one of our biggest clients. And my wife and I had just had our third baby at the time and were looking for a bigger house. We, were, we, had, ex- we had burst out of our first home and we needed a bigger house. So he tells me that. I tell my wife, go shop for a much, much bigger house jump our price range by this amount of money. We're qualified, you know, we're good. it's good, you know. I don't tell her why. I just tell her, "Hey, we got qualified for a higher amount and I can afford it." She's a stay-at-home mom and she's ecstatic. "Oh my god, I'm looking different neighborhoods. I'm going to look for bigger, you know, I'm going to double the size of our house. It'd be great." She's all excited. We're going to open houses. And we send him the contract, we don't hear anything. We mailed him the contract, we don't hear anything. I call and start leaving messages going, "I want to make sure you got it. Well, I know you're busy." Uh, I can come by and pick up the check if you want. We don't hear anything, don't hear anything, don't hear anything. couple weeks go by. I'm getting more and more nervous. My wife is like, I found house. She wants to put offers in on houses, and I'm still waiting for a check. So finally, I say, I got nothing left to lose. I don't have a check yet. So I cleared my calendar one day. I drove over to his office. I told the receptionist, I don't have an appointment, but I can't get a hold of this guy. I haven't heard from him in three weeks when I was supposed to get a check. I'm not leaving. I brought a book. I'm going to sit here all day (laughs) until you can get me two minutes. I don't care if he's on his way to lunch. I'll take two minutes. That's all I need. I need a check. She's all flustered, all upset, goes in, you know, goes back, comes back like two minutes later and says, I'm sorry, he changed his mind. Thank you anyway. <laughs> oh, man. And just didn't tell you. Oh. Um, 
So I sat in my car, I screamed, I swore, I cried, I texted. I couldn't call my wife. I was so upset. I texted her. She dropped the kids off at the in-laws, met me at home with a bottle of Jack Daniels. (laughs) Uh, I told her, you can't go shopping for those houses. This was why we could afford a house that was a couple hundred thousand dollars more than what we were going to buy. You got to go back to our original price range because this guy flaked out on me. Oh, man. Um, That was not a good day. Um, I wanted to quit. I was like, screw it. If someone like that who says, yes, give me a contract, you'll get a check on Monday. Like, if he can string me along for nine months, get take all that time and then not do it, what the heck's the point? Hmm. Um, and I took my wife on the roller coaster, though she wasn't on it for nine months. I wasn't telling her how excited I was all along the way. So I learned some hard lessons that day, which is you can't spend the money physically, mentally, or emotionally before you've got it. And no matter how excited you are about a new prospect, about a deal that's coming about, you can't get too emotionally invested in the process because it doesn't count until the money clears your bank account. And how long ago was this? Uh, About three years. So Hacker Nation, I mean, (laughs) there's so many nuggets in Seth's story. And I mean, nine months, it's a done deal, wife Go pack up and start looking for bigger houses. We're going to expand the family, expand the square footage, and uh, it fell through. Now, what's important about your message, Seth, is that you didn't give up, and that was three years ago, and you've obviously blossomed, grown the company, expanded your personal brand, become, became more of an authority figure, uh, you know, dom- dominating your space, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think the real learning uh, seed in that story is if Hacker Nation, if Seth would have given up three years ago, right? So many thousands of people, probably tens of thousands of people, maybe even more than that, would have never been impacted by one Seth Green through his podcasting, through his speaking, through his courses, through his business, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think it's such a learning point for all of you that are going through your stuff right now, that right now you can only see two feet in front of you when you're mired in all of the crap that you're going through. But the reality of it is, three years from now, two years from now, five years from now, if you quit today, if you stop climbing the mountain, you will never impact the people you're supposed to impact, even though you don't even know their names, even though you've never met them yet. That is absolutely true and beautiful, and I wish I had heard that then, um, although my wife said a less beautiful version of that at the time, <laughs> and I think had we taken him, had we gotten the deal, we would have put a large percentage of our eggs in that one basket, mm. and if he was that difficult, which I didn't see at the time, but if he was that difficult to get to sign a deal, then how much more difficult would he have been as a client? Would we have been able to per- you know, deliver? Would he have let us actually deliver at all? Could it ended up being a nightmare? You know, the funny thing is he was building a new building at the same time and said, and we were looking, we were looking for new office space. And he's like, oh, well, why don't you just come put your offices on a floor? I'll give you a floor. Like I'll give you a wing of my new building and you can have your offices in my firm too. And that will be even easier to work together because, you know, you can just literally walk down the hall. We literally would have been in his building. I mean, it could have gone it, – it went wrong because we didn't get the deal, but the actual deal could have been even worse. I love it. What a great story. What a great story. Let's switch gears for a second, and uh, 
Talk about what we call the success hack. And as you know, Seth, our Hacker Nation community listens to the show for actual takeaway success hacks and strategies to help them grow themselves and their business. You've already dropped some huge nuggets on us, but we now shine the success hack spotlight on you, Mr. Seth Green. So what's one success hack that you can share that can literally help our Hacker Nation community help them in their direct response marketing starting today? Absolutely. So one of the ways I've been able to leapfrog my way up um, the ladder, so to speak, is by my podcast. And I've been able to use my podcast to get in front of people I otherwise never could have gotten, to be able to build relationships with people I've interviewed, and then use those relationships to catapult me to the next level, to get them to introduce me to other people to be interviewed that I wanted to interview. So it's taken me to the point where my first episode you know, a couple hundred episodes ago had no intro, no outro, no audio production. It was literally a telephone conversation and I didn't even cut out the first five minutes of, hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you uh, type of stuff. It was that bad. It has since obviously gotten better, much, much better to the point where now Kevin Harrington, the original shark from Shark Tank, is going to be co-hosting my show starting next week um, and bringing you know celebrity entrepreneurs on the show. So we've come a long way in a short period of time and I think if you can interview your ideal clients or your ideal referral sources and then use the fact that they've been on your show to get in front of bigger, better people and just keep climbing the ladder, there's no telling where you can climb. I mean, I wouldn't have gotten Kevin Harrington as a co-host. I wouldn't have interviewed people uh, um, like Sally Hogshead or Roland Frazier or Ivan Meisner or any of these marketing and business household name thought leaders if I never started and if I didn't climb my way up. And you can do it in any niche in any industry. Awesome. Absolutely love it. Seth, we are now entering the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So, Seth Green, are you ready for the randomness round? I am ready for the, I, I am ready to be random. Best advice you've ever received? Who you are affects how well what you do works, Dr. Corey Melnikoff. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Uh, I do a positive morning routine every morning to get myself to set myself up to get myself into a into a resourceful state and set myself up for an amazing day. You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice, knowing about life and business, give your 25 year old self? 25, I didn't know about direct response marketing yet, so I would have given myself a book by Dan Kennedy then. I would have told myself to start the marketing company then. I would have told myself that it all works out. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? Relentless determination. What is a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I am a black belt in Krav Maga, which is the martial art of the Israeli military, and I am a professional magician. What is one book that you have read that's made an impact in your business? $4 Sandwich, Dr. Corey Melnikoff. If you can recommend one social media tool or overall service to our Hacker Nation community, what would that be? Tool, uh, Hootsuite. Well, Seth, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. This has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for your time and sharing these incredible success hacks and strategies with our Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you, your business, or anything else that you want to talk about? 
Absolutely. If they want to set up a strategy session at no cost to your listeners only and talk about how we can help them improve their business, go to marketdominationllc.com. And if you want a free download of my new book, Market Domination for Podcasting, about how you can use a podcast to explode your business, go to marketdominationllc.com forward slash podcast. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Seth along with some other really cool resources we have on the site. Oh, listen, when you're on the site, do not forget to click subscribe so that you can get all these latest and greatest new episodes. And before we end the show today, I wanted to make you aware of something really cool that I have going on, especially for this new year. Besides being the creator and host right here on Success Hackers, as I mentioned earlier, I'm also a business strategist. I actually work with business owners, helping them grow their clients increase their revenue while helping them get complete clarity around creating and sustaining an incredibly successful business. As a matter of fact, I literally just helped the client grow his revenue by 50% in his business within working with me for six months. So here's the deal for all of you, my loyal listeners. I'm offering a free, what I call a business breakthrough strategy session where I'm going to help you create some strategies to help grow your business. And in the meantime, I'm also going to help you find additional revenues in your business during this business breakthrough strategy session. So again, if you want to grab one of these spots available in the new year uh, for free, make sure to go to 40minutemakeover.com. That's 40, F-O-R-T-Y, 40minutemakeover.com. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.